It's the eve of Christmas Eve, December 23rd, 2021, and we're back with another episode of the Hiker Podcast. I am your ho-ho host, Owen Hamilton. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I have to do it. Welcome back to the Hiker Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for joining us. This is a safe place for hiking nerds. We hear and share tales from the trail, and we don't care who hears it. We have had some great guests on the show, so please dip into the back catalogue for more great interviews. After this show, of course. So as you know, it's almost Christmas. I hope by now that you have all your shopping done and you can just relax and enjoy the break. If you don't have your shopping done, well, you're in good company, because I don't either. But don't fear... We can help stuff those Christmas stockings with the all-new Hiker Pro gift vouchers. You can surprise the little adventurer in your life with an annual or three-year subscription to Hiker Pro. This will, of course, unlock all the Pro features available on Hiker for over 4,500 trails around the world. And with 2022 looking like it's going to be the biggest year for hiking worldwide, it could just be the perfect Christmas present. Head over to hiker.com to get your last minute purchases in now. Dexter Barnes is not one for the spotlight. His laid-back demeanour while hiking long distances earned him the name Easy Dexter. But while his attitude might seem easy, he has hiked over 2,000 miles in 2021 alone, including the end-to-end trail, the southwest coast path and an unsupported fastest known time record on the coast-to-coast trail. Not without its challenges, both physical and mental, 2021 was a stellar year for Dexter and he shares some of the highlights and the lowlights with me on the show. So without further ado, enjoy my interview with Easy Dexter Burns. Oh, Um, oh, I just realised it's autumn. Getting the flannel out for the boys. Absolutely. You've got to have the uh, slightly thicker shirt for autumn, I think. It brings a quality that you cannot achieve in with a summer shirt. No, absolutely not. We need to, we need to guess. Uh, you're, you are lacking a beard, though, I will say. Yeah, no, I know. I've had a few job interviews over the last few weeks, so I, uh, I had to get rid of what little facial hair I managed to grow while hiking. But uh, maybe it'll come back. We'll see. Yeah, you can do, uh, uh, rather than doing Movember, you can do December beard and just get your nice like, Definitely. Santa beard Definitely, yeah. for Christmas. Um, yeah. I guess we'll get into it, uh, Dexter. Um, Great. It's, it's, been long, us on. it's been a long time coming. Uh, meaning to, to, to actually get you onto this podcast for a while, but I haven't been recording the podcast, so I think that was probably the reason why I haven't had you on. Um, yeah. You have had... You have had a year. You have had some it, year. It's been a good year, yeah. After pretty disastrous 2020, um, I said to myself, 2021 has got to be the year. No matter what's going on in the world, like this is going to be the year for me. So, uh, yeah, I've had a good I've done a lot of hiking. So uh, l- let me list it off and you can jump in and you can say, well, actually, I didn't do that or did I also did this. But from my recollection of what I've seen anyway, you've done the end-to-end trail. Uh, actually, I just yep. spoke to another a fellow end-to-ender 
I'm bloody end to end with end to enders today. Uh, a guy called, uh, oh, I can't think of his name, Charlie. I uh, spoke to Charlie there today. He said the Hycobatic. Yeah. Was that Hycobatic? Ah, cool. Yeah, I met him on the way. Yeah, yeah. We only spent a day together, but um, he was a cool guy. Yeah, we weren't quite going the same pace, so it didn't didn't quite match up. But yeah, I met Hycobatic out there somewhere. It's hard to, to remember where, but I did meet him for a day. Yeah, cool guy. Cool yeah, guy. Really, really nice guy. Um, so uh, you did this end to end trail. You've done the Southwest Coast Path in its entirety. You've done the. Oh God, I'm already uh, dropping off here. You've done the coast to coast. Yep, that's pretty much it. Those were the big, the big three. Obviously, the first two were big, big hikes. Then coast to coast was kind of just uh, the icing on the cake, the cherry on the top. A, just a the small, little... just a small little FKT. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just wanted to see what the legs could do for that one. So uh, frankly, it worked out quite well. But uh, yeah, I think that's me done for the season now. I'm not, I'm not much of a winter hiker, but um, yeah, spring, spring to the end of summer, I had, I had a good, a good session for sure. So, like, I, I normally have, you know, only have like four questions that I really ask in this. It's usually a, a, just an open, free flowing conversation. Uh, and one of the questions that I normally ask is, is like, what is the the trail that stands out? And you know, you've got three mm. kind of very kind of different trails there i know like the, the first two are like quite large trails but um you know the third one being quite significant in its own right but it, like would there be a mm. moment or a trail really uh, this year that kind of stands out um so this year the the wow the wow moments were all in scotland for me for yeah the kind of cape grass mm. area onwards just was absolutely mind-blowing um the scenery out there it's just another level it's another level especially when you've spent you've already been hiking for six weeks uh it's kind of like it was kind of like the grand finale of Land's End to John O'Groves it was like getting into Mordor and there's Mount Doom in the distance like that is how epic it felt hiking through Scotland it was absolutely amazing and the body system they have up there is so cool visiting all these little huts I think in terms of scenery definitely definitely yeah up in Scotland the Highlands lo- absolutely loved it you've inspired me because that's exactly what what Charlie said earlier on he said that, 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 he? that section of the of the Cape Wrath and that you know uh, yeah. once, once he gets an opportunity he's going to go back and do just the, the, the Cape Wrath trail itself because you don't get you don't do yeah. the Cape Wrath trail you kind of veer off um so there's a whole other section of the Cape Wrath trail which you wouldn't have done on the end-to-end trail uh so yeah you- absolutely and there are so many variations on Cape Wrath that you could probably do it three or four times and not really walk the same path twice so it's something you can do again and again I remember it being so good that I was like why would I ever hike anywhere else in the UK when we have this it w- it was that good yeah, that yeah. Thing. I, 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 you've inspired me, and and so is Charlie. And I, I, I've always wanted to do the Cape Wrath Trail. It's definitely been on my list. Um, I, I, I actually first came by it not through hiking. I got, I came by it through running. Uh, there's the the Cape Wrath oh. Ultra. I think it goes over three days. It's just it's so, like the terrain is so insane and, and intense that you wouldn't really be able to run it in one continuous run. 
Um, but yeah. it looks absolutely like it's you know New Zealand like a, a level of of scenery uh, that you have right definitely in, in Scotland. If you hike for the scenery, I think I think it's the one. But for me, also, like the Pennine Way has such a special place in my heart. I think as an established trail, the Pennine Way is the best in the UK for multiple reasons. I love the bleakness of it. I love it. A lot of people don't, but like just being out in the moors and just being endless rolling hills and grouse just scaring the shit out of you when they jump out from the path. It's just a feeling that I cannot understate. It's amazing. I love that feeling. And it's just, it makes the most sense as a trail in my my eyes. In the, you know, in the UK, we have this kind of setup where they're kind of broken up into day stages, aren't they? You start and end in a village and then the rest of the day you're kind of out in the open a little bit. And the Pennine Way works perfectly for that, absolutely perfectly. So it works so well with the stages. There's hardly any road walking apart from when you're going through the little towns. And it isn't all just like, it isn't all just Moreland. There are so many nice highlights as well. Um, but it's more how the Pennine Way makes me feel. So if you've not done the Pennine Way yet, I think that just sums up the UK hiking scene because people know what you're doing as well. That's the one thing in the UK when you're out doing these things. There often isn't a lot of people out there doing it. But the Pennine Way is one of the where there is a little bit of culture around it as well. So, yeah. That's up there. I've done it twice now. I did it on end to end and it pissed it down every single day. So I've had <laughs> that wasn't great. But so you got to lean into the bleakness. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's like you're out there and you feel a little bit sad, but it's like an exciting, nice sad. I can't describe it. It's really cool. <laughs> like, like, I think I I think I get that. Well, like you know, we're you know, we're right beside you. We're over here in, in Ireland and you know. Wicklow would be kind of our main national park, and there's Killarney as well. And there's there's uh, uh, other different national parks as well that would have, mm. have a kind of a similar caliber. But I know exactly what you mean that that bleakness uh, for where we are in the world, our, our position in, in this planet, and like the, the the climate and everything that we get. And you know, it's not necessarily huge mountains that you see. It's not big snow capped peaks or uh, massive valleys or anything like that, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it feels like home. Just like I, 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 yes. I feel it more in like the, these months in winter. I do see it more uh, in summer. Mm. I'm just, you know, I'm just chasing the sun and like I'll, I'll hike all day in the sun. But uh, during the winter, I definitely feel that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I feel more at home here now. This is that's it. It's that feeling of home. And it's, yeah. And Holmes has that like contradiction, doesn't it? It's the place that you love, but it's all the pl- also the place that you want to get away from. So uh, I definitely get a feeling <laughs> that anyway. You mentioned Wicklow, though. I was actually speaking with my partner recently. We're thinking about doing the Wicklow Way in oh, 2022, nice. and I believe that is one that you've you've hiked already. Yes, I've hiked it um, already. I've t- h- hiked it in, you know in one go well actually not technically in one go we actually have to split it up into two goes it's not a long trail it's 100 and it's less than 100 miles it's 100 uh, 130 kilometers i believe um yeah but it's it's the quintessential irish hiking trail uh, i can recommend right. tons of different uh, hiking trails but the, it, like to tr- kind of truly get the, the the irish hiking experience the wicklow way is kind of the one to, to do and i'll if, that, if that's the one then 
yeah, go 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 south to north as well. Go from uh, from Carlo to Dublin. You end up in Dublin City, and yeah. you, you literally walk into Dublin, uh, and you're in in you know in, in a a public park is where it actually finishes, right at the foothills of yeah. the mountains. Um, but one of the other questions I want to know uh, or ask is, uh, who are you? We we dove straight into this and we didn't really get an opportunity <laughs> to introduce you. So um, who are you and where are you from? Yeah, so I'm Dexter. I'm from Huddersfield. I live very close to the Pennine Way. Um, over the last few years, I've been doing a lot of hiking. Um, and... I'm just an average guy who just likes to get out, get outside. Yeah. Um, my Instagram and YouTube name, Easy Dexter. Um, and that's kind of the approach that I'm trying to bring to the, to the hiking scene. I'm not trying to push things too far. I'm not trying to, um, I don't know. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be internet famous. I'm just a guy who's out there doing hiking for the love of hiking um and I've done a few that's led me to doing a few cool trails especially this year um yeah and I just want to I don't know I just want to explore the beauty in in the ordinary that's how I describe it (laughs) I like that I like that beauty in the ordinary but uh, you you said that you're like just a sorry you said your 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 name easy dexter like if it fits so well i know we this is the first time we've actually spoken like i'm doing air quotes face to face um but you know the the whole time we've been chatting back and forth on instagram or through emails or whatever i've always gotten that impression for you that you're you just this really kind of laid back dude but you say that it like you're not pushing things too far like you've done some pretty incredible things in a year. Like, you know, there's not a lot of people that can say that they did one through hike in a year, but you've done three and you've got an FKT to cap it all off. Yeah. Yeah. There is a bit of a contradiction there, isn't there? But I, I quite enjoy that contradiction as well. Um, but yeah, I, when I first started my YouTube channel, I was just going by, by my name and uh, for various reasons, I didn't want to go by my real name anymore. So I just went, I just went with my Instagram handle. I tried out, a few other things like hiking with Dexter and Dexter on the trail. And I just, I didn't want a brand. I didn't, it's yeah. just me out there hiking. Um, so I just went with my Instagram handle and yeah, it's just about just being chill and just bringing an ease to, to life. It's more about the mental attitude rather than what you're actually achieving. Cause I've, as you've said, I've, I've been out and I've done a lot of hiking this year. I've got an FKT and, um, but the whole time I tried to bring a mindfulness, a chillness, and um, I'm not trying to force life. I'm trying to live day to day and just enjoy it for the for the day. Yeah. Um, I'm not a super ambitious guy. I'm just uh, just out here living. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I certainly got that impression from watching your videos as well. So if anybody listened to this hasn't checked out Dexter's videos. Uh, your 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 video of the set west coast path definitely struck a chord uh, with me. Anyway, uh, just about the, the kind of the, mm. the raw the rawness of of it all, and like how you kind of I hope don't mind me saying, but like you struggled at part parts of it, and you you didn't shy away from that. Like you kind of showed this is the reality of these things. You know, 
you will struggle. And it's the whole, I guess, to partner up with your outlook of, you know, mindfulness and, and, and listening to yourself and being present. That's, that's part of the, the deal, I guess. Definitely. So um, I think I make my YouTube videos for me. I'm not out there trying to get thousands, millions of plays. The reason that I started making YouTube videos, it was for memories to look back at. And when I go into the process of, of editing all the footage together, um, the audience is me. Sometimes when I'm editing, I start getting into it. I'm like, actually, I could try and make a little bit of a story out of this and that. But initially, it is just for me. And that takes a bit of the pressure away from, um, from me trying to portray myself in a particular way. I just show everything as it happens. And yeah, there are times where I'm crying up on a hilltop in the middle of nowhere, but that happens. So I just thought, let's just put it in there because that is, that is what happens. But um, yeah, the Southwest Coast Path was an interesting one. I kind of had this perfect experience on Land's End to John O'Groats where everything just clicked. Like the miles came easy. Like the people I was hiking with, amazing. I didn't really, yeah, kind of tying into this easy thing. I didn't feel pushed outside of my comfort zone at all. Um, I pretty much jumped straight onto the Southwest Coast Path. So in some ways it was a continuation of that hike. Um, and I had a lot of challenges, mainly just like an illness that kept on coming back. Um, yeah, and I had to really, I had to, yeah, I don't like to overthink things on trail. So it was kind of a combination of sitting and looking at that and trying to work out what I should do. It was difficult. It was difficult. Mm. And how, what was the gap between doing... Uh, uh, well, sorry, just so I'm correct on this. Did you do the end-to-end trail or did you do the Land's End to John O'Groats? Because there, there, there is a slight difference. Yeah, we did... I did the end-to-end trail. So I was part of the um, Impala yeah. mass kickoff thing. Impala only stuck around for about a few days and then was just doing like 30s every day. So we didn't stay with him for too long. But we, yeah. Um, so I mostly hiked the end-to-end trail. There was a couple of guys that were uh, around me for, for most of the trail. So we we met up all the time. So that was really cool. And there was a, sl- there was a couple of sections where I just went off and did my own thing for a bit, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, me and a guy called Ben that I was hiking with quite regularly in the Peak District. We just we just completely did a random route, and that was so much fun. We didn't we weren't even really looking at maps. We were kind of just heading in the right direction. We'd see a footpath, and we'd go, like, "Should we just try this?" And then we'd walk down that. I really loved that. Actually, it felt quite adventurous to stray off. But um, yeah, it was it was the end to end trail that we mainly did. Um, I was home for less than two weeks. It was about 10 days before I jumped straight on the Southwest Coast Path after that. Well, and did you spend that 10 days in an ice bath or did you just get like... Do you know what? I can't remember. I can't remember. I think, I think, I remember getting the train down um, from the north of Scotland and thinking, I'm not, I'm not ready to finish hiking here. And Mm -hmm. I had such a good experience on the coast path because we did a little bit at the start of the end-to-end trail and... I thought, do you know what? I want, I want that summer experience. I want to be wearing my short shorts every single day. And I think the Southwest Coast Path is where I'm going to get that. And I did. I had some blistering sunshine. I had that. There was a real big heat wave for about two weeks where we didn't have a drop of rain. 
oh my god my tan was so good after that like <laughs> I looked like a little Spanish boy it was cool and um, so how, how far into the set west coast path were you finding it difficult yeah it was about a weekend um had a, a really nice first few days then it started raining really badly and I don't know if it was the rain that triggered it I actually think I probably didn't filter some water properly um and about a week in um I had a day off um that that was planned um, and that ended up turning into five days off I think I had four full days and then one really short day I would never on the end-to-end trail the max I had was one day off. I never even had two days off in a row. So to have five days off, it was pretty horrible. And I was in Newquay. So I was having to pay about £100 a night for accommodation. And it just blew my entire budget for the rest of the trail. So it, I was very close to quitting. I was, I was just throwing up all the time. Um, the actual day I realised that I was ill, it was so bad. I'm, I walked about four or five miles and it took me all day to walk four or five miles I was having to nap every hour or so uh my the this yeah sorry for being a bit crude but I could just tell when I was burping it felt like I'd been poisoned like it was so toxic the same when I passed wind below as well it just felt toxic and painful I was like there is something seriously wrong here so yeah I was off for five days in Newquay it was it was awful. I was very close to going home. There's nothing worse than having to come off trail. I I I I I have only it's only ever happened to me once, and that was the Wicklow Way, and it wasn't because I was sick. It was actually because of a global pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. But there's nothing worse than having to come off that, and I I can I, even you know being that sick and having to come off for a few days. That must have been so hard with like the 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 challenge of going. You know, I could just hop on a train and go home. I could just relax yeah. and and be at home, be safe. But you also have this big burning desire to just go and finish something that you started. Definitely, because I was so early on in the in the trail as well. I would have been devastated if I'd quit at that point. Um, so yeah, even though I was thinking about going home, I don't think I was ever actually that close just because the determination to continue hiking was um, so strong. But actually, the, the closest I came to quitting was a few days later. So I managed to get hiking again, had about four days on the trail. Um, I met some new people. I met a couple of girls, Elle and Clara, and we had an amazing time. And they really built my spirits back up. And I was like, I'm loving, loving life on trail again. And I felt absolutely fine. Then in the middle of nowhere, near Lizard Point, um, which is like basically near Land's End, like the, the most southern point in, in England it is, um, like one of the areas of the coast path, which is the most remote. I just suddenly had the worst stomach pains ever. It was like, it was like my stomach was a washing machine. So I just decided there and then, right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stop hiking. This was like in the middle of nowhere during the heat wave as well so complete clear skies I was so ill I decided I was just going to cowboy camp I was just going to lie there just fall asleep and then sort everything out in the in the morning because it was such a clear night um a load of astronomers came out about like 20 astronomers came up and just started mooching around where I was trying to sleep and it was so annoying 
and I waited around till about 9 p.m. They were still just hanging around and I realized that they weren't going anywhere. So I had to just like crawl away at this point. I was so ill, I could hardly even walk. Uh, and I just found a bush, I laid next to this bush. I got my tarp out, um, just laid my tarp over the top of me and I just slept there all night. In the morning, I rang the emergency helpline, like saying I'm really ill. And she was basically like, man up, carry on, you'll be fine. <laughs> so I just kept on hiking. <laughs> but if she'd have said, you're really ill, you need help, I'd have gone home at that point. Wow. Okay. So the, the maybe, I don't know, I'm thinking of different scenarios where like your phone was redirected to, to someone, like a friend that you know, and they just put on a voice and said, nah, come on, no, you can do this. It's grand. Yeah, it was like that, but it was the NH. I was speaking to the NHS. I was speaking to an actual doctor who was basically like, "It's normal. You'll be fine." I was like, "All right, then I'll just keep on walking." But the thing I'm most annoyed about is those astronomers because they made me move, and I was so ill, and I was being sick. These guys could see me like being sick occasionally into a bush, um, and none of them came over to help me. Oh God! Yeah. I I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of astronomy I'm, I'm you know a stargazer myself but Jesus like if I saw someone getting sick in a bush one I'd be either calling a doctor or you know two I'd be probably getting sick myself but because I, I probably would get a little bit crazy yeah. um, it was sod's law because I'd wild camp every single night and I'd, ne I'd never see anyone the one night when I'm really ill and I just wanted to lay there like there are hundreds of people around not hundreds, there were tens of people around it. So, but I look—I must have looked such a state with just my tarp over me like a blanket. <laughs> did you did you have a moment when you were doing that when you were like, "Why am I doing this?" Yeah, like, like definitely. Like, did you? Um, because I'm trying to I'm trying to segue to another question of like, what got you into hiking, and like, what got you to that point? Like, what got you to the point mm. where? you know, you're like, I will stay out and I will finish this. Yeah. So the thing that got me into hiking was um, my mum's parents, so my grandparents um, lived in St. Bees, which is the start of Wayne Bikes Coast to Coast. So I would spend every Christmas there, every summer there, used to do the first couple of miles of Wayne Bikes Coast to Coast. So I've known about that walk since being a kid, so like, that was a pretty magical thing for me. So I did that when I was fairly young. I, I was 18, 19 when I first did Wainwright's Coast to Coast. Um, and that's where it's all where it all started, really. So I've been hiking a long time. I had a bit of a break in my 20s. But um, how did I get to the point doing the long ones? I just became obsessed with, with the PCT, really. Um, yeah, the yeah, being out there and hiking for six months and living in a tent, like that just really captured my heart. And as I said, at the end of last year, I was like, next year's my year. I couldn't do the PCT, so uh, we're doing these long end of the back. Um, and it's cool. I'm glad I got to do it. I feel like I really know the UK a lot better after doing all this hiking this year. Yeah, because that, that, that's another thing I want to ask about is, is your kind of connection to, to the UK because of hiking you know i suppose mm. the question the question is really you know what have you learned about the uk through hiking that you wouldn't have known or figured out otherwise mm. yeah i think just most most people are just really kind out there and i think when you have a bit of space it's it's easy to connect with people so i had so many amazing 
relationships with people who I was hiking with, but more so just the, the random people that you meet along the way, just have the odd conversation with. Like, to me, it was just amazing to meet so many people just for a very short time and have quite like a strong relationship with them. Like, I just had some crazy, crazy chats just with random people, like on a hill in the middle of nowhere. And I absolutely loved that. And yeah. When you're out hiking and you've been hiking 20 miles and then you just bump into someone on the top of the hill and they end up giving you an apple or something like i was just like there are some really cool people out there and uh it's worth getting out and just meeting them and going out and hiking is the best way to meet random people other than going to a to a club so uh yeah, yeah that's the you, main thing you, like, you don't you just don't like get it in in cities or in towns you, you d- just don't get the same interaction at all Be- I was, we were chatting about this earlier with with charlie that when you're out doing these long hikes uh you're you're going through places that you probably might drive through uh or take a bus through or something like that you you you, you know some places are you know you will go as a destination i'm sure a lot of the places along the the set west coast path and uh maybe some towns uh, throughout the end-to-end trail that you, you would go to as a destination but for the most part a lot of these places are places that you genuinely would just drive through so if you're walking through a particular town uh, or even just walking you know on a footpath past a farmer's house you know people see that and they kind of appreciate what you're doing you appreciate that you're kind of taking in their the surroundings and your your you're not just driving through you're not just using the road that goes past their their front door you're 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 walking by and you're taking it all in that's absolutely it in the city there's no space there's no space to breathe and you need that breathe breathing space for like real connection to happen there are just so many people that like you can't yeah you can't see the forest for the trees mm. is that the same i don't know if i just butchered that one but no uh, no that's that's you get that's, what i mean that's bang on. <laughs> like there's there's probably a million ways you can say it but it's it's all means kind of the same thing it's and it's this it's a known known like everybody knows this they know that getting into the outdoors and slowing down and all that kind of stuff you get a better appreciation of it but it there's no harm in reminding people you know because yeah I i need it you know having this this conversation with you and with charlie earlier on and all the other people that i'm interviewing that this is my way of of reminding myself and some people that listen to this this is their way to to remind themselves uh or just getting out the the big the big one that's that's the main one just get out and you'll remind yourself ah this is why it's so good because i feel this way you know um yeah so is the is the plan to go and do the pct at some point yeah I that fire is still inside of me like I don't think I can die happy until I've hiked the PCT there is something I've still got the poster of the the trail up in my room I think I've had a permit for about three separate years and for various reasons it hasn't happened the first year I didn't have enough money the second year I broke my leg two weeks before I was supposed to fly out and the third year COVID happened so um I cannot die happy until I've hiked the PCT but the hiking last year has quenched that thirst a little bit so um, right now I'm focusing on having adventure in my everyday life and I'm trying to create a life where I'm happy every day 
um, without having to go off for six months. But I'm sure in a few years that that thirst is going to come back hard. And yeah, I've got to do it before I settle down, have mm-hmm. kids, have a family. I'd like to do it before then, I think. And would it, I don't want to like question your 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 ambitions, but would it always be the PCT or do you think you might go, you know what, I'm going to go somewhere else or, you know, you've tried this many times that you have to make it happen? Yeah, it has to be one of the big American ones because mm-hmm. the thing that I'm craving is that trail culture that is just on another level that you don't get in the UK. Um it's something I've dwelled on. I think it probably will be the PT, but I think it's getting so busy now, it's too far and maybe quite what I'm looking for. So I think the CDT is definitely the Continental Divide Trail is something that I'm really interested in as well. But it would be almost certainly one of those two. It has to be for the culture, for the epic scale of it. Um, it would it would be one of those two for sure. Yeah, the CDT seems to be popping up quite a bit. Uh, I think the lack of pct hiking in 2020 and the inability then to get permits for the pct in 2021 i think a lot of people switched over to do the the cdt this year so i'm just uh, you know from you know seeing it on social media like there seems to be a lot of people that are doing the cdt these days as well and you also don't need the permits to go and do cdt either so you can just hop on the trail yeah for now now. it looks amazing as well it looks absolutely amazing and i think yeah for me it's that idea of like being out for five or six days without seeing buildings that's insane that is so cool i need to experience that at some point yeah yeah you just don't really have that here uh, we certainly don't on the wicklow way you you won't see many buildings but you will see buildings and i'm sure it's the same yeah. okay like i'd say parts of scotland um you might have you get that. a bit of that feeling yeah but not days and days and days and days like but you get a bit of it definitely yeah um yeah there's the, the the list that i have for myself just continues to grow it just it's like obviously working in a uh building an app that helps people discover trails all around the world that grows by a thousand every bloody couple of months we're over five thousand trails now and yeah it, just the list is just getting endless and you know we're doing a bit of um a launch in, in new zealand in the next couple of weeks and cool. we have over 800 trails in new zealand now and i'm just looking at everything nah. that's there at the moment and it's just insane uh the the hiking club yeah. over there it, have you ever thought about going there to to do some hiking of course the like the ta is up there as one of the hikes that i'd love to go and do uh yeah I, how many like full-on through hikes i have in me we'll see I'm not someone who will go off every year and do a six month hike. So, so um, speaking about the app as well, I really appreciated that you started adding a lot of shorter trails because that's kind of where I'm going at the moment, trying to get that little bit of adventure on a weekend or even just like section hiking. So yeah, it's really cool that you've added those shorter trails as well. Yeah, yeah. well, I uh, appreciate that you appreciate the app um and, <laughs> and and that it helps you to, to do the thing that you love we're, we're definitely kind of veering well well not veering but we're expanding to include a lot more shorter trails so there's definitely like you know your weekend trips you got your week longs and some even day trails and stuff like that so there's there's something for everybody really there but really we yeah i was very excited to see that the home valley circular walk was on there i'm not sure if you've uh, seen that one but that is that goes right past my house that's my local trail 
I must have done that in training for all the hiking that I did this year. I've probably done that one. It's only 24 miles, but I go out and do that like I do that like two days, three days in a row just to train it. I'm, I know that trail inside out. So when I saw that one up there, I was like, yes, first comment. You do like every single day you do the do the loop. I've done it. I've probably done it a hundred times, but yeah, as training. Sometimes when I don't want to work out a new route, I'll just like go out to get the miles. That's not the mentality I have now, but when I was getting ready to do a big hike, that was the mentality that I had. So I was more than happy to go out and do the same same trail again and, and again and again. I think I've done it three days in a row before. Um, yeah, I actually did an extended version of it. I extended it to 30 miles. I added another six and I did that two days in a row. So uh, yeah, that's the trail I broke my leg on as well. So uh, it's got a special place in my heart. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you know where the pinpoint is? If you can get me the lat long coordinates of that, I can put that into the app and just have a little marker. To that say. would be so cool. I can do that. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. get me that. I know exactly where it happens. <laughs> That's cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I was just thinking there about um, oh your your steps. I was just, it just came to my head that, that like with all the hiking that you did last year or sorry this year do you have any idea how many steps you've done or like how many miles you've clocked up in total so if we're just looking at miles it's over 2000 for the three the the three big trails that i did um exactly about 1020 miles so uh yeah no idea in steps about 1020 miles i think and I've done low. If you added training as well, that probably add another like five hundred miles on. I was going to say, yeah. I'm not somebody who just goes off and does hiking. I do it. Every... Yeah, sir. There's a. I think there's a little bit of a delay here. Um. Yeah. There's like, I was just think, thinking there when you said that you were doing three laps of the that that local loop. Um. That's what eighty miles just on your local loop to 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 go train for for everything else. Yeah. So I I finished my job at the end of 2020 so i had three months to train before i went hiking and i was hiking easy easy 50 60 miles a week uh, and there was a couple of weeks where I'd, i went off and did a pick, couple of big hikes in the peak district as well so yeah we'll probably i wouldn't be surprised if it was yeah over over yeah probably like 2500 miles i'd say this year i've hiked that's that's incredible that's uh so it's the equivalent of the pct basically but just without having done it yeah but you, you've bagged three three substantial trails and an fkt to, to to boot so kudos easy kudos yeah yeah it's been a good year <laughs> um I, I i won't keep you too much longer but i do want to ask you maybe a slightly more philosophical question um sure what does hiking mean to you? I mean, I, I simply hike to hike. I just go out there and I hike to hike. And for me, it's about, it is about being mindful when I'm out there. I'm trying not to, I know a lot of people go out there to try and work things out in their life. For me, like, it's a, I see it as a mindful activity. So what I'm thinking about when I'm out there hiking, I sometimes count my steps. I sometimes try and notice details in the landscape that I think nobody else has noticed. 
So for example, I might stop for a couple of minutes and try and notice a reflection in the water that I don't think anybody else has seen before. Uh, sometimes I walk and I just notice the colors, like that's dark green, that's light green, that's purple. And um, I find just by being present, that's how I want to live my life. And hiking is the easiest way to do it because it cuts out all the noise and the nonsense that's going on elsewhere. So for me, it's just, it's hiking to hike, it's living to hike, it's um, not expecting anything else from hiking other than enjoying the environment and the feeling of hiking. Um, well said. Yeah, that's it. Well said. That's, no, it. No, that's, that's spot on. And I, like, I'm, I'm seeing a trend, you know, everybody that I've asked that question and I, I, I don't want my list, uh, my listeners, our listeners to, uh, to be bored with my answers again, you know, but it's pretty much the same thing. It's just, mm. it's the one place where you feel present. You feel absolutely Definitely. present when, whether the sun is shining, the snow is bucketing down or the, the rain is, is pouring all over you. Um, it's that, that feeling of presence that you don't get anywhere else. Like absolutely. anywhere else, like you, you, whether you're running or you're hiking or whatever it is that you're doing, I think hiking, obviously, you're, you're, you've got that time to take things in. Um, so yeah, it's the it's the most present I've ever felt. Um, yeah, definitely. And when you go off and do that for months at a time, like it's crazy. Looking back, I, I'm thinking, what was going through my head? Like I must have been so bored. Like what was going on? But no, I don't, I don't think I ever felt bored. Sounds like, never like a hike. Sounds like a yeah, go for a hike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry um, about that. <laughs> no worries no worries uh apart from the pct you know as kind of the being the skull was there has there been other trails that you have in mind that you you want to go to i know you said you're going to come over here and you're going to do the wicklow way uh i might do a little mm. sec- section with you when you come over um but oh, that'd be awesome but have there have, have you set your sights on any other big trails internationally nope so big trails, <laughs> like just no. Nope. I'm so obsessed. I had been so obsessed. You don't. Like, I can't put into words how obsessed with the PCT I've been. My last job, I took that job exclusively to save for the PCT. I went into work every day, and on my calendar, every single day had like one year to PCT, five months to PCT, three months to PCT, and I was counting down the days every day when I sat in my chair at work i was saying it's worth working today because this is one extra day on the pcd so uh i find it hard to look any further than that and uh, as i said i imagine it'll probably happen maybe five years for now my focus is on having an adventure within an everyday life so i'll still do a few national trails next year i'll still get over to ireland hopefully and do a bit of hiking um yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to be moving to the Lake District in a couple of weeks. So hopefully I'll be able to do a bit of Wainwright bagging as well. I never thought that would be something I'd be into, but uh, yeah. Uh, I think, I can't remember what we actually called it. Uh, I think I might have sent this to you at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll find it and uh, I'll send it on to you again. But we have actually uh, found a Wainwright uh they're Wainwright's way, is it possibly? Um, 
that uh, it, it takes in all of the Wainwrights. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how long it would take you to do the whole thing. Uh, it's a very long trail. I'm actually just uh, it's very unprofessional. I'm actually putting up the trail right in front of me. I should really know this. Um, no, it's not this one. Um, it's it's yeah, o- it's but... over 200 kilometers anyway. Um, probably yeah. probably well. Somebody up. did it unsupported this year. Wow. Yes, yeah, so somebody walked all the way and rides carrying all this food from the start. It took him like two weeks doing That's like 20 insane. miles a day, but with that elevation. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. I, I'm trying to find it here now. I think I might have found it. Yes. Uh, I think it's 171 kilometers. Anyway, um, yeah, there's plenty of trails there for you to, 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 to sink your teeth into, if you will. Uh, yeah and i'm i'm all about doing as i said i'm all about just doing it to actually hike like i think my little flirt with with an fkt was probably a one-off um i just wanted to test my legs and actually see how fit i was from from four months of hiking so uh i'm definitely more about doing it for fun than really trying to set any records yeah well it's your home trail as well so it's, it's i know it's not the one that's right beside your house but you know it so well and it was kind of like all right well let's let's give this one a pop we'll see what we can do here yeah definitely we i actually had plans to re-hike it a couple of years earlier with some friends and that fell through and that was the catalyst to me just going off and doing it on my own i realized like i don't have to wait for my friends to do this stuff i can just go off and do it on my own and that was that was pretty amazing for me so i've been trying to redo it for a while it just made sense to do it this year as well because it ticks me over the 2,000 mile mark for the year as well. So, uh, yeah, glad I did it. Uh, not my style of hiking, though. Not my style of hiking. Um, as I said, I like to be mindful. I like to enjoy the hiking. Day two on Wainwright's Coast to Coast on my FKT attempt, and mentally, I just completely lost it. I was going over the maths in my head. You know, when you see these like memes of like all these sums coming up on the board with algebra and stuff, that was me working out how fast I could possibly do it if I did this many miles and if I worked this walk this fast for the next time. And it was really, really stressful. Um, I managed to chill out a little bit for the last couple of days, but there was a, there was a period where I really wasn't enjoying walking. 38 miles every single day it was not my style really but there you go <laughs> yeah I can, I can i i certainly can tell why it would be a once off i don't know if i'd be up for doing that my hips are they're not what they used to be um i want to ask you about yeah, as well about your, your your um uh you're you're dabbling into a little bit of uh gear uh, 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 so let me let, yeah. me let me rephrase that uh, i mean hiking equipment nothing, <laughs> no gear of any other description <laughs> yeah so i obviously obviously the make your own gear scene it's something that goes hand in hand with hiking and maybe it's not so popular in the uk but in the america it's a huge huge thing and, and it's getting more popular in the uk as well so um, just wanting to explore my interest in hiking in a new way. I just started sewing a little bit. My mum had a sewing machine. So before we did Land's End to John O'Groats and to End Trail, I made about 10 bum bags um, and I sold them to a few of the guys who were doing the trail uh, just for soup, 10 quid, and asked them to use them just to test them out. A couple of those made it to the end. I was really happy with that, gave me the confidence start making my own backpacks 
switch. So, um, but it's difficult to get them to the point where they're like legitimately usable with a home sewing machine. Um, yeah. Yeah, you kind of, you, you always want to make a better one. So I've just got a big pile of backpacks at home now that are just get, it's just getting bigger and bigger. So there's no, no plans uh, to launch the Easy Dexter lightweight, ultra lightweight brand of backpacks anytime soon? There is not. And um, the reason behind that is I'm actually going to work for Atom Packs. I'm starting working for them in a couple of weeks. You're going to work for, work for Tom? Yeah. That is excellent. Yeah. That, that, when, <laughs> when universes collide, that's that's fantastic. Mm. That's great news. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually just talking to him just before this call. He said to say hi. Uh, um, he, he also said he broke his neck very shortly after he did the, the podcast. So he recommended me to stay inside for <laughs> four hours after that this. Was, it was a really, really strange experience. Uh, well, like I can only imagine what the experience was for him. Um, but uh it was that day it was only within a couple of hours later and i literally sent him a, a message on instagram just to thank him for coming on the show and uh i think it was like 12 hours later he sent me a, a message on instagram i hope he doesn't mind me saying this he sent me a message on instagram that made absolutely no sense uh I was like, oh god like what's what's going on with this guy I didn't hear from him for another 24 hours and then he sent me a picture of himself in a neck brace and oh said, god that he because we had spoken on the podcast about the fact that he's going out mountain biking that day um <laughs> so it was only within like two or three hours after the podcast so yes absolutely and i i probably should warn every other guest of the podcast to stay at home <laughs> 24 hours after, yeah. after talking to me I'm, I'm a bad omen um yeah i saw a few photographs of him in the uh the next brace it looks yeah it looked brutal um but that's cla- that's that's amazing news that you you guys are are, are working together um uh, yeah so the way that that came about was uh, i finished coast to coast a month ago and i've been applying for my usual kind of jobs university jobs i was getting interviews um and i don't know there was just something inside me saying this isn't right so i was thinking what could i do like could i make backpacks so i just I just sent Tom a backpack that I'd made with a note saying like, this is what I can do. Do you have any work available? And a couple of, couple of weeks later, he got back. Like that was very bold, pretty cool. Uh, come in and have a chat. So I went in last week and yeah, we decided it could work out. So yeah, I'm going to, going to start working for Outbacks in a couple of, couple of weeks. That's excellent. I'm excited to see what you guys uh, come up with together. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 an, I'm an Atom Pack fan. I have a pack myself, and uh, they are They're the best. They're yeah, the best. Pretty, pretty I've, I've used Atom Packs for nearly all my hikes over the last two years. So they're the, they're the best available in the UK by far. And yeah. I think they're better than most of the world for like companies as well, to be honest. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shout out, Tom. Fair play. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Um, okay, Dexter, I won't keep you much longer. Um, uh it's been an amazing chat i really liked uh hearing your stories of all your trails this year and all the trails that you've done i'm sure we could talk for hours and hours and hours about all the different hikes that you have done or you want to do 
Um, I could, I could certainly ramble on for another couple of hours about the trails that I want to do. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to hear that, but we'll do that another time. We'll do that in person. Yeah, so definitely. Don't bore, uh, bore our listeners. Um, Dexter, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, that's, yeah, thanks for having me. Let's, let's, let's not uh, make it too long until the next time we chat. Um, definitely. And I'll definitely let you know if I head out to do the Wicklow Way next year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. It's, it's, it's just down the road from me. So I, I can Perfect. hop down and, and, and even do a day or so with you. Um, Perfect. Cool, man. All right. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Thanks for making a great app, great podcast. Great guy. <laughs> pleasure my pleasure it's not all me the podcast is all me but the rest is the other guys <laughs> <laughs> cheers dude Dexter Burns everybody I hope you enjoyed that I certainly enjoyed chatting to easy <laughs> to Dexter definitely speak to him for another couple of hours uh, about all things hiking or all things really he really has that kind of laid back easy personality thing nailed down Um, but that's the nature of the show whatever comes up in the conversation comes up whatever doesn't will have to be saved for another show so maybe we might have Dexter on the show again next time he does a casual fastest known time record uh, that's it for this week I will be back next week there's no Christmas breaks here well there is a Christmas break I'm literally going to work on the podcast over the next week uh, while stuffing my face full of chocolate and cheese and vegetarian nut roast I hope Everyone has a lovely Christmas with your loved ones. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you just have a great week. And as always, happy trails. Chat to you next time.